When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Just so, so perfect in so, so many ways. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Steelers 26, Browns 14, and that does not scratch the first surface of what a special night this was last night at Heinz Field. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't put up the best numbers of his life. I'm not even sure I ever even checked them here. I'm going to go through the book here and find them for you. 24 of 46 for 123 yards, a touchdown, and that meaningless pick late in the first half. Um, his receivers were just awful. I mean, no separation, no combat, nothing, just terrible. And yet he kept going at it, and he also did really well to identify holes and change running plays at the line of scrimmage and contribute toward Najee Harris, producing a very comfortable margin for his career high of 188 yards on the ground, 28 carries, had a 37-yard touchdown at the end, and deservedly so. I could go on about the game. I mean, T.J. Watt had three sacks, embarrassed Miles Garrett sharing the same field. Garrett, who looked like he didn't even want to be there. Weird dude. Akella Witherspoon with an interception, becoming a pretty nice player in a Steelers secondary. Uh, lots of guys contributing to the Nine times Baker Mayfield was sacked. And then, of course, another big component to the game was that Mayfield just might be, no shot, no dig here, the NFL's worst quarterback. And if he comes back to the Browns, if the Browns somehow continue to see him as their guy, this will be the most upbeat development for the remainder of the AFC North that anyone could conceive because he's terrible. But then, you know, 
all the really good stuff happened at the end. Uh, Ben beat the Browns again for the zillionth time. And Ben comes off toward the sideline. This was just before the very late interception by Trey Norwood that allowed Ben to go back out one more time. It was funny. I was looking, not at Ben, but I was looking at Mason Rudolph, and and Rudolph had his helmet on, and he starts taking a step or two out onto the field. And the next thing you know, there goes Ben. And I don't know what happened. Ben said he wasn't expecting to go back out, so it's not like it was his idea. Somebody clearly told him to go. But the fact that he was able to get out there for victory formation against an AFC North opponent after having to scratch and claw and all else, this was what I asked Ben about shortly after the game. Ben, AFC North football, uh, a scratch and claw kind of game, your kind of game, the kind of game that you won over the years, going out there for victory formation. What's going through your head there? Yeah, it's. Um, I didn't think I was going back out. And then... Um, you know, anybody in football will tell you when you're on offense that that's the best play in football, the best formation, the best best play. And so to go out there and take a knee made it probably even more emotional and more real. And, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. But I, like I, I said out on the field, I think that's kind of been – feels like that's been my style, not pretty but finding a way to win. And I think that's 92 wins here at Heinz Field. And that just – that's what it's always been about for me is winning football games. And um, this is one more, and it's very special. All that and so, so, so much more. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. And the finish, the conclusion, uh, I guess the aftermath, really, because it came after the game, being so impromptu and really unorganized, to be honest with you, kind of added something to the experience in a strange way. Uh, Yeah, it was annoying that all those photographers were mobbing Ben and you couldn't see him uh, from anywhere in the crowd, really. Uh, Every once in a while, he would raise his arm and get a response. But for the most part, he was kind of he was kind of tough to see. So you, you had to try to kind of guess at what he was doing, reading his body language. And he went at one point and did like a semicircle of the stadium, high fiving fans. Then he came back over to the Steelers sideline, real slow, head down, and sat on that same bench where he and Marquise Pouncey had sat a year ago after losing to the Browns in the playoffs when he knew, he knew Pounce was going to be done. And he had a pretty good idea that he wasn't going to be done. And Man, he made the right move. He really made the right move. Look, I know what this season is, and I know that the Jaguars aren't beating the Colts, so the Steelers aren't going to the playoffs. There's not some super happy ending to be had here from the team standpoint. However, however, I know that all of us, me and you, the 63,624 people who jammed into that place and had the rotundas too deep 
in terms of the people standing to watch, we're not going to forget this. We're infinitely more likely to have forgotten some run-of-the-mill season, which is what you were going to get. If it was Mason, if it was somebody else at quarterback, you would have gotten yourself a run-of-the-mill season because the management would have still made the same dumb decisions regarding the offensive line. This way, you got this. You got the quarterback who will have spent his entire career with one team for 18 NFL seasons, longer than any other quarterback in the league's history. And you'll have had a chance to say thank you, to say farewell, and he'll have had the same back. This, this was why he came back. This extraordinary crowd that was coming up with chants you've never heard in the place before. Thank you, Ben. Let's go, Ben. There was a Cleveland sucks in there, too, just for good measure, because, you know, you got to keep things, you know, diversified. Ben loved it. His teammates loved it. Listen to TJ Watt after this, talking about what it meant to see and hear this extraordinary scene. I mean, everything was pretty calm and collected throughout uh, this whole week, throughout the pregame, and um, pretty normal um, until you walked outside and felt the energy and saw all the seven jerseys, all the seven signs. And um, it was truly an atmosphere that I've never felt here before. Um, it, it was really, really special. The fans uh, made it so amazing for him, and I'm uh, very appreciative that they were able to do that for him because it, it was a special night. That's all I've got for you today. That's, that's you know, this was something special. I don't cover too many things that I'd place on that particular shelf. And this is someone who's covered five Olympics, multiple Stanley Cup finals and championships, multiple Super Bowls and AFC championships. No, I'm not being an idiot and ranking the game itself up there. I'm just talking about the scene from the Pittsburgh component, from the Ben Roethlisberger perspective. This was picture perfect. It was a storybook that unfolded over a single night. And not just for people here to enjoy, but for a national television audience. Doesn't get any better than that. Remember, remember, remind yourself every once in a while that sports are still about the stories. Those are the ones that resonate, not the scores. It's the stories. And this was a beauty. When we come back, just one question. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Today's J1Q comes from Dave Dubuski, who doesn't even really have a question. He sends me a picture of his vantage point from his seat, which is clearly down in the 100 level. And he says simply, I stood the whole game, a game I'll never forget. I can't top that. I walked out two or three times out onto the Southwest Rotunda from the press box just to try to get a better feel for the atmosphere. The press box, for anybody who doesn't know, is completely behind glass, so the sound of the stadium is always really muted. We don't have ever any televisions or anything like that. We're just watching the game. So it helps to break out of that glass house, if you will, and get that sense. And it's not like anything that I'd covered, you know, I'd, I've covered uh, individual, really emotional scenes involving players. Uh, the Mark Andre Fleury return for the Penguins kind of jumps out in that regard. But as I wrote in a column for DK Pittsburgh Sports yesterday, we don't have many chances to do this sort of thing. Go back over the truly great athletes in Pittsburgh history and ask how often an opportunity like this has presented itself. You know, you can go right down the list. The closest anyone can come really is to the first Mario Lemieux retirement in 1997. And even then, Mario came back, played for a while, and when he disappeared, he disappeared for good, had a heart condition. He was there one game, was gone the next. All of the recent Steelers greats, notably Troy Polamalu, just faded off, never had a chance to do this, never had a chance to say thank you. It does not happen often in sports. It also does not happen often in sports that an athlete of this level stays in one place and plays their whole career, whether it's a salary cap league or not. And it's to the credit of the city, it's to the credit of the franchise, and it's absolutely and ultimately to the credit of the athlete that everything that we witnessed last night unfolded. It didn't happen in one night. It happened. It built up over a course of 18 years. Just an amazing scene, something we'll be talking about, I'm sure, for many, many years to come. In the interim, there's still a game against Baltimore next week, and I'm still going, and infinitely more important, Ben's still going, and, you know, Jaguars over Colts, right? We'll do this again tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs>